Hey, fam. Hello, 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 hello. Family. <laughs> the Lord has blessed me again, okay? So, I was um, getting the kids together. I was feeding them and all of that. Getting my house straightened up. And um, the Lord, he said, go run you a bath. I said, go run me a bath? He said, go run you a bath. <laughs> so, I cleaned out the tub. He's like, go get a candle and light it. So I got me a candle. I lit it. Got in the tub. Threw my little bath bomb in there. Threw my little, um, like, I, I forgot what that stuff is called. But it's like, a, it's to relax your body. So I got my bath bomb. And then I got the little the little bubble thingy to relax my body. Got my little pillow. I'm set, right? So the Lord, he said, sit back. So I sit back. And he was like, this is Intimacy. This is intimacy. It's not about sex. It's not about alcohol. It's not about drugs. It's not about other people. This is intimacy. And I said, okay. He was like, listen, this is what the Lord has said. And he, he's telling me to say this to you because it's not just about me. He says, I listen to every word you say to me, I hear you. I watch you. I I, I read your body language. I, I I I pay attention to everything closely when it comes to you. It's almost like God is so good, right? He was like, this intimacy is the oneness. It's about nothing else. Yes, I'm God and I know everything, but I care about you. I care about what you're going through. I want to talk to you. I care. This is intimacy. When you get into this marriage, that is intimacy. It's about God. It's a. It's about how you feel, what you're going through. Um. Your, your spouse is going to ha- hang on to every one of your words. They're going to care about you. It's going to be a deep affection that they have about you. And it's because the Lord is getting ready to show you that about him first. He wants you to know him first. Right? <laughs> so, looking at the definition of intimacy, it says close familiarity or friendship, closeness. And that's what the Lord is doing. This is our preparation season, okay? We are in Esther, but we are slow. We supernaturally getting into Ruth, okay? We supernaturally. But we in the kingdom. That's why I pulled out Esther, because we in the kingdom. But now the Lord is like, let me get you ready before I bring you before the king. Mm-hmm. Let me prepare you. Let me give you perfumes. Let me give you the beauty treatments. Let me do the things that enhance what I've already done hallelujah and um another thing the Lord had said to me last night he he gave me three days but he said I can um every day I can bring what I what I've learned to you so he said why do you worship why were you made to worship and I was like I don't know (laughs) why were you made to glorify me Cause then I started looking at like um, scriptures, and I'm gonna read you a couple. And um, Isaiah 43 verse 21 says, "The people whom I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise." And then he says, um, another one says in um, Isaiah, no John 4:23. Let's go there first. But the hour is coming and is here now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. Isaiah 43 verse 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I've created from my glory, who I'm formed and made. Mm. So that one stuck out to me. And then I was like, glory. So I looked up glory, right? And um, I got to get it back up, but I'm going to tell you what glory means. High renown or honor won by notable achievements, magnificent or great beauty. Of the um, another version is take pride or pleasure in. So you know you see the word pride, you just like clutching your pearls. You like pride, pride. But the Lord He told me He said I take pride in you. 
I take pride in you. When I look at you, I I, I take pride in you because you are my creation. You are my masterpiece. I made you. I formed you. I knit you. You are my masterpiece, says the Lord. And, I, you know, you just being all when the Lord be just talking to you. And he said, do you know why I worship you? It's not because I don't know who I am. It's not because I'm arrogant. It's because as you're saying it, you're, you know who I am. And it's building your confidence. Some people just say, you know, he's Yahweh. He's Abba. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider. He's, um... He's El Shaddai, but he's like a few people really know me intimately. People know my name. They know of me, but they don't know me. They haven't experienced the intimacy with each name they may say. He says, but I want to show you that I'm Abba. I want to show you that I'm Yahweh. I want to show you that I'm El Shaddai. I want to show you that I'm Jehovah Jireh. I'm Jehovah Nisi. I'm Jehovah Shalom. I want you to know that I am your banner. I want you to know that I'm your shelter. And I want I want to show you this in intimacy. I want to have closeness with you, says the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, everyone who's called by my name, when I created them for my glory, who I'm formed and made. So when you're praising him, when you're in your praise and worship and you're singing them songs, when you're saying I'm reaping the harvest that he promised me, I'm taking back what the devil stole from me. Are you singing it to sing it or do you believe it? Are you singing to sing in it? Are you taking it in? Are you realizing that you are reaping the harvest I promised you, says the Lord? Do you realize that you are taking back what the devil stole from you? Do you get that? Or are you just singing it just because? When you pray and you say, I'm Yahweh, do you really know that I'm Yahweh? Does it, do you know what it means to be Yahweh? You know, when you say I'm a provider, do you know? Or once praise is done, do you go back to worrying? Do you go back to not trusting in me? Do you go back into not believing me, says the Lord? In the name of Jesus. Hold on real quick, because it's getting hectic out there. I know y'all can hear it. Hold on. All right. Sorry, family. That was my sister. She was calling she was she was calling into uh a live, but I got off the phone with her. So sorry, but let's keep going. So when the Lord said, It you're worshiping because you're speaking my praise. You're thanking me for what I've done. You're witnessing who I am, but first you gotta know who I am. Hallelujah. Yes, praise is your weapon because you're saying who God is, but now it's time to believe it. Now it's time to believe, believe it, believe he is everything that you are singing about, believe that he's everything that you worship about. The time is now. So I said, Lord, it's deep. <laughs> and he said, I ain't, I ain't even done yet. He's still telling me, but he said, you can go tell him that part. So then I went to, cause then I had wrote some stuff down cause he was talking to me, right? And one thing is so funny, right? Because when I was in the tub, I was tensed up. He's like, relax. But then I was, because I wanted to end up, because I, I felt like I was going to stay in the tub. So I was like, I want to keep my hands dry so I can put my AirPods back in here. He said, there you go. There you go. Worrying about the next thing. Stay on now. Relax. Take in this moment. Feel the water move as you move. Feel my peace. Feel what it's like to have an empty mind. Feel what it feels like not to have to think about the next thing or the thing after that. Just stay in this moment. Mm, Yo, when he said that, I said, he is so good. And then I just started, I just sat back. I just relaxed in the water. And then I could see the flame flickering on the candle and it was soothing. He said, this is my peace. This is my peace. 
And I was just like, oh, he is so good. And this is what else he said. He said, intimacy is about the oneness with the father. He cares and wants to have a relationship with you. Yes, he is God, but he wants to hear you. Remember, Ishmael, he's the God that hears. Remember, they said that's what I mean, right? He's the God that hears. You don't believe, and then he was talking about his promises. He has put promises over your life. He's revealing things to you. He's telling you things that's happening. And he said, this is what he told me to tell you. And listen, he had, I had to take this in for myself too. He said, it's not that you lack in believing in me, right? For some of us, we don't necessarily not believe that God can do it. But we lack because our insecurities. We can't see past our insecurities. God give you a promise and you just be like, I ain't good enough for that. Instead of knowing that God's going to train you up, you just stay in your comfort zone because you're like, I'm not comfortable for that. But when you're training, right, especially like if you're in the military, you got to get down and dirty. For anything, you know, you got to get down and dirty if you really want to succeed. Anything in life. But I just said military, you know, anything in life. But if you're stuck in your insecurities and you never want to go walk on the water, you never want to go into the land because you see the giants there, you won't be stuck. He says, you don't lack in faith in me, but you lack in the faith in yourself. You don't have faith in yourself. I'm not the issue, says the Lord. It's yourself. You know who I am because I've placed it on the inside of you. You have this knowing that I'm every, all of my words is true. But you lack faith in me. Mm. I was just like, whew, he's so right. <laughs> Certain things want to hold me back. And it's the same. I don't, I'm not making this all about me, but obviously like I have to, I'm going to use me. I'm not going to pull out somebody else's insecurity because maybe somebody don't want their insecurity blared on the platform. But I'm just saying like, the Lord is like, Jay, I called you to walk on water, but you worried about the fact you can't swim. Don't you know I'll teach you how to swim? Didn't when Peter called out to me, did I not grab his hand? Why are you doubting me? If I called you on the water, that means I'm going to protect you. If I said to go walk on the water, that means I'm going to protect you. My plans are for good, not to harm you. But all you can see past is that you can't swim. That's the only thing you keep focusing on. You heard what I said. You heard me loud and clear. But you're stuck on that you can't swim. Mm, Somebody take that. Take that. You stuck on the fact that you can't swim. Even if you can't swim. Just for a second, act like you can't swim. Because <laughs> she says right here, she can't swim. I can. <laughs> can't do that. But that is like... It's so true. You'll get blinded by that insecurity. You'll get blinded by that can't. you just like, yeah. So then you know what happens? This is why the enemy, he can't deserve none of the glory. He comes and he agrees with you. Or he'll whisper in your ear, but you can't swim. And then you, you, you remember like, yeah, I can't swim. But So then you'll stay in the lack. And the Lord is like, but I can teach you. Ain't I teacher? I can teach you how to swim. I got you. So I want to read um, Psalms 150 verses 1 to 6. This is the ESV version. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sounds. Praise him with lute and with lute and harp praise him with tambourine and dance 
Praise him with strings and pipes. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with the loud clashing cymbals. Praise him. Humble yourself before the Lord and praise him. Be like, Lord, I'm saying all these things. This song's talking about you. But now you show me. Show me this. You, I want to see this song in 4D. I want you, I want to see what they are saying. Show me what they are saying, Lord. Show me that I'm reaping the harvest you promised me. Show me that I'm going to take back what the devil stole from me. Um, let's read Psalms 100, 1 to 5, verse 1 to 5. A for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing, knowing that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And his faithfulness to all generations. Mm, 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 mm. Come into his presence with singing, knowing that the Lord, he is God. Hallelujah. He reminded me something, right? You know how we say, be still and know that I am God. You got to know that he is God. That means get into my word and learn about me. Have intimacy with me. Let me show you that I'm God. Be still. Stop moving. Remember when I told you, he told me, relax. He said, be still. Peace, be still. And know that I'm God. You see, when Jesus, when he came down here, right, he was showing the um, the disciples that he is God. He's the living word. He was like, I'm going to show you. I'm going sh- to show you the power that's within. I'm going to show you it. I'm going to show you that I'm God. So when, when you hear peace be still, you see that I calm the storm. I'm going to show you. That my word will not return back to me void. I'm going to show you that the winning waves must obey me. When I tell you that a virgin will be pregnant, you shall see the fruit that my word shall not return back void. When I say that I'm going to uproot a nation, you will see it because my word shall not return back void. When I say that I'm making your land fertile again, you will know that my word will not turn back void. When you put your hand in it and you try to be me, says the Lord, I'm going to show you that I am God. I am going to right your wrongs, says the Lord. Be still and know that I'm God. Praise me. Praise me. Give thanks to me, says the Lord. Bless my name, says the Lord. For I am good. My love endures forever. And my faithfulness to all the generations, it endures. My love surpasses them all. I'm rich in it. I'm rich in love. I'm rich in mercy. And he says, the Lord is saying, I want to use you to display it to the nations. I see your past. I see that. But now let me show you how I can make it for your good. Give me your yes, says the Lord. Give me your surrender, says the Lord. And then be still and know that I'm God. Rest and know that I am fighting for you. Be still. Hallelujah. Another thing I was thinking about, right, is the woman with the issue of blood. 
she was suffering from abandonment. Mm. And, um, hold on. Let's go to, um, which one about there? Let's go to Mark. Mark 5. Verse 25. Okay, hold on. Let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. So, um, so yes, verse 25. A woman in the crowd has suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She has suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years, she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she gotten worse. So hold on, I want to, I want to, um, I want to sit on that for a second. So this woman, she went around. She had this issue with the blood. She, she, everywhere that she could try to get a fix, she couldn't get a fix. She couldn't get a fix. It only got worse because she was looking for it. She was looking for something to help her issue, right? She had heard about Jesus. So she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just reach his robe, I will be healed. Immediately the bleeding stopped. And she could feel in her body that she had been healed from her terrible condition. She just was like, I just need to touch him. I heard about Jesus. I just need to touch him. And the Lord is telling me to say, he said, I'm right here. I'm right here. Give me your yes. Give me your amen. Hallelujah. It says immediately the bleeding stopped. And she could feel in her body that she had been healed from her terrible condition. The Lord will consume you within. He is the within. It's the within. If anything else you're going to learn from within her beauty is you're going to learn the within. Okay? It was the within. He had he 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 healed her from within. Yes, the bleeding it had you could see it outwardly, but he had to get it from the within. Your wounds, yes, you suffer from it outwardly, but the Lord is saying, I want to go within. It's a problem within you that I want to heal. Give me your yes. I know you looked around. I know you've done all these things to try to get an answer. To try to get a fix. But he said, it's me. You were looking for me. I can heal you of that. I can bring you the healing, says the Lord. It's me. Jesus realized at once that the healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? It's not that he didn't know. It's not that. But it's the fact that he wants you to know. He wants to have that intimacy with you. To know I healed you. That's why he asks. He doesn't ask because he doesn't know. He wants the intimacy with you. He wants to talk to you. His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? He's, the Lord is saying, yes, you see people all around. You see these breakthroughs happening. You see these miracles. But know that I will call for you. Know that I will heal you. Know that I will see past everybody in the crowd for you. But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. You see how he was searching. The Lord, he, he very well knew, you know, he, he, Jesus is God. But as he wanted her to see that he cared about her, 
He wanted him, her to see that he was seeking after her. He wanted her to see that I will always be here. I will always come and get you. Then the frightened woman trembling at the realization of what happened had happened to her came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. In this intimacy, the the whole time you don't even realize the Lord is pursuing you because he already knows you, 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 you needed him. He already knows that you, you want to touch his garment. He already knows that you have touched his garment. He already knows. But in the intimacy, it's about you talking to him. You see, he could have healed her and he could have kept going. But he said, no, this daughter, she needs my intimacy. She needs intimacy with me right now. Yes, it's a crowd, but she needs intimacy. She needs to look me in my eyes. She needs this one-on-one. She needs to talk about what she has done. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Oh, I'm about to cry. I got to get myself together, y'all. Because <laughs> he's so good. In this intimacy. Oh, Jesus. Don't let me cry, Lord. Not right now. <laughs> Not right now, Jesus. <laughs> In this intimacy with the Lord, right? We're always so scared. Like, oh, my God, I sinned. I did this. I did that. But he wants to know. He wants that intimacy with you. He comes to get you because he wants the intimacy. He knows what you need. He knows that you need healing from within. He wants to talk to you. He says, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Once you realize that he has healed you. Once you realize that your faith in him has healed you. Because it's the believing in him that he can do it. Once you got that, your suffering is over. Go in peace. That's it. And family, like the reason I'm about to cry is because the Lord has done this in my life. Like he has done this in my life. Like you sis, you know, I'm cute and all. (laughs) I I am beautiful. I'm the daughter of the king. But I done, I done did some stuff. I've had to admit to some stuff. I had to sit and toil over some stuff. But I'll I'll never I'll never forget his unfailing love. I was there when he said go in peace. He had said that to me, go in peace. I remember like falling on my knees before and just crying to him. He told me, you got to forgive yourself. I forgive you, but you got to forgive yourself. I, I can really relate to her. Though I wasn't bleeding physically, I was bleeding on the inside. I was wounded on the inside. And my actions and things that I was doing was was the result on the outside. I didn't have real blood, but I had actions. I had actions that you could see on the outside to show my that I needed healing in the inside. To show you that I needed healing within. So I know how it felt to be frightened. When I had to go to the Lord, because I didn't know what he was going to say to me. Oh, Jesus. Come on, Lord. I'm not trying to cry. I uh, whew, I ain't going to cry, you I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I remember being frightened because I was just so scared of what he was going to say. What was he going to do? Is he going to accept me? Is he going to love me? For him to say, forgive yourself. I already forgive you. I already love you. For him to say that, uh, it made me cry more at, in that moment. Because <laughs> it was just, you're so good. 
you look past the hurt I caused you and you forgive me. I've sinned against you, but you forgive me. Mm, that's for somebody. That that That's for somebody. Because listen, one thing I learned is nothing in my life is for vain. Somebody has to hear what I have to say. Some people have gone through the things that I have done. Though I might not blare everything out because, like I said, I don't know if you're listening to this with a child or whatever. But I know that what I've been through, I'm not the only one. But I know it's about the within. I know it's about the Holy Spirit. I know it's about how he can minister to you my pain. How he can minister to you my hurt. How he can minister to you my grief. I know it's about that. And you know why? Because it's going to build you up. And then you can go through the same. And then that person that you build up, they can do the same. Because we are all suffering for each other. But I just, I resemble to her. Because the Lord, he, he, he ended my suffering. I love him so much because he's forgiven me for so much. Now it's like, you know how you get flashbacks? At before, I used to be so condemned. I used to just sit there and be like, I'm this horrible person. The Lord is never going to love me. He's seen this about me. He's not going to forgive me. But now when them thoughts come to my mind, I can just cast them down with freedom. Because I know he loves me. And that's what intimacy is about, is knowing that I love you, is knowing that I care about you, is knowing that I want to cure your hurt. I want to cure your pain. That's what intimacy is about. Family, he loves you. He wants to heal you. Don't. Don't draw back at him in shame. Don't try to hide in the crowd. Come out and tell him, it was me, Lord. I called on you. I need you. I touched your robe. Don't touch his robe and run, but tell him, Lord. Tell him what you have done. He is a good father. I'm telling you, praise him. Praise him because he is good. Because it's in my pain. It's in my weakness. How good I can, how I know he's good. It's in those times that his word builds me up. When I'm weak and then I'm strong. It's in those moments. I'm just like, God, you're good. Family, sometimes I be going through warfare. I'm telling you, I be going through some warfare. So when you hear me on here praising him, it's because I got a breakthrough. It's because he he caught my storm. It's because he said, peace be still. That's why I be praising him so much. That's why I get caught up because I know what he's doing for me. Sometimes the Lord will speak healing through me for myself. So you're not the only one getting a breakthrough. It be me too. I'm not exempt. But it's because, listen, I surrender. And I say, Lord, Father, pour into me so I can pour out. So, yes, I need pour back into. I be needing my people to pour back into me. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, oh, I just get poured into. But it's about. The intimacy with each other too. But it starts with the father. If I could tell him what I've done. It's easier for me to tell you what I've done. Because I've already confessed it to the father. Yes I might have to cast my pride down. Yes I might have to pray like Lord. But give me the boldness. But my strength's in him. I have no shame in him. When I say things that I've done, there's no shame there. I can feel the hurt. I can feel the pain still. I can still feel those emotions. But it's because I'm here to mourn with you. I'm here to comfort you. 
I'm here to feel that. You feel what I'm saying? Like even Jesus, did did he not wept? Did he not feel his people's pain? So who am I to feel like I'm not supposed to feel your pain? Who are you to feel that you shouldn't feel your brother's sister's pain? But will we shrink back from each other in shame or will we speak out? Will I tell you I've done this, this, this and that? Will I mourn with you? Will I cry with you? Will I do those things? I want to be like my father every possible way I can. So if I got to cry for you, I'm crying for you. If I got to come and get you out the grave, I'm coming to get you out the grave. Because I love my father and I want to be just like him. If everybody else is chalking it up because they think you dead, I'm coming to speak life over you. Because I want to be like him. Yes, I might fall short to the glory. Yes, I might not handle every situation like the Lord would have wanted me to. But it's my training. Being trained. It's a process. And I'm speaking this because you. This pain is for a purpose. This hurt is for a purpose. Don't shrink back in shame. Because you are forgiven. It's time to forgive yourself. Have the intimacy with the father. So he can teach you how to forgive yourself. It says while he was still speaking to her. A messenger arrived from the home of Jairus. The leader of the synagogue. They told him your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus. Don't be afraid. Just have faith. Then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John. You see the intimacy? You see how he he brings he brought his people in. He brought James, Peter, and John in. Because I want I want to bring you closer. I want to bring you closer. I want you to see this. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion and weeping and wailing. He went inside and asked, why all this commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. You see how he's speaking life. I want to be like him, y'all. I want to be like him. And I I pray that you want to be like him too. I want the world to say that something's dead, but I want to speak life to it. That's what I want to do. I want to follow the leading of my Lord, just like Jesus did. So I know first I'm going to go heal her. Well, he was healing people at the top of the page, but I'm just saying like, I'm going to heal this woman. Now I'm about to go raise the little girl from the dead because I heard my father say she's alive. You might think it's silly because you're carnal. You can't get the things of the spirit. But I hear my father and he told me that she's still alive. The crowd laughed at him, but he made them all leave. And he took the girl's father, mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, Talitha Kuam, which means little girl, get up. And the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone what happened. And then he told them to give her something to eat. (sighs) He's so good. Like, just want to be in intimacy with them. Don't want to be the crowd. Be the one that wants to press the crowd. Say, the Lord, I want to press the crowd. I want to come into intimacy. I want to see your works. I want you to pull me into into the room. I want to see this miracle. I want to see you give people life. I want to see these things. Hallelujah. I want to take you back to Isaiah 54.
Okay, we we had a good time. We had a good time. I had to check and see the time. Um, hold on. Let's go to verse 11. Oh, storm-battered city, trouble and desolate, I will rebuild you with precious jewels and make your foundation of lapses lizzles, lizzles, lizzles. But you see how he says, oh, storm-battered city, trouble and desolate, I will rebuild you. The Lord is saying, I want to do it for you. I want to rebuild up what was tore down. I want to do it. I don't look at you and be like, oh, that I, get away from me. He looks at you. He, he's like, I want to clean you. I want, I want to shower you in my blood. I want you to take a shower in the living water. Hallelujah. The Lord said, you're going to know this. The Lord is saying, go get in the shower. Go get in the shower. I want to talk to you. The Lord just said that. He just told me to tell somebody that. And you're going to feel it in your spirit that he's talking to you. He said, go get in the shower. I want to talk to you. Hallelujah. So whoever, bro, says, drop what you're doing. Go get in the shower. Pause this. He says, I want to talk to you. The Lord is doing it for his people. Let's go to Isaiah 61 real quick. Um, let's go down to hold on. Let's go down to verse eight. It says, I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Hallelujah. He is faithfully rewarding people for their suffering. The ultimate reward is the intimacy. That's the intimacy. See past the blessings of, of the things that he's going to give you. But really take grasp into the intimacy. Intimacy. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. It says um, in verse 9, everyone realized that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. He is he is cleaning you up. Everybody's going to see the Lord in you. They want to see him. And like, surely the Lord is with her. Surely. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. I want to um go up to verse 6. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. It starts with intimacy. It starts with the oneness, with the closeness. It starts with the beauty within. It starts there. It says in verse four, they will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities and destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. I believe that the Lord is talking about you and your kingdom spouse. I, I believe it. I know I heard him say that. In this work he's doing in you, in this work he is doing in his son, you will rebuild ancient ruins. You are going to repair the cities. You are going to repair his people. Hallelujah. Because listen, he he uses the people. When you feel rejected, the Lord is like, I'm going to use you. Because my people are going to be able to relate to you. My people are going to know. They're going to feel the pain that you are saying. Because once you were there, 
They're going to feel it. You're going to be able to prepare. You're going to be able to repair the ancient ruins. Because listen, you were movement by yourself. So I ain't saying like you need your kingdom spouse to start doing it now. Because you were movement by yourself. But it's going to be a force when y'all together. But family, it starts with the intimacy. It starts there. <laughs> okay? Mm-mm-mm. Or is there anything else you want me to say? Hallelujah. The Lord wants me to speak peace over your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm speaking peace. In the mighty name of Jesus, your suffering is over. In the name of Jesus, every enemy that's trying to come up against, you know who you are. I cast you out at once. In the name of Jesus, I sever you at the root by the power of God. Hallelujah. I decree and I declare that you shall set them free. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I, I I decree and declare that you shall release them by the power of God in the name of Jesus. I speak peace over you. I speak peace. I sever that that seed of depression. I uproot it in the name of Jesus. That spirit of anxiety, I severed at the root in the mighty name of Jesus. Low self-esteem, low self-worth, I sever you at the root in the mighty name of Jesus. I plant confidence in you in the name of Jesus. I cast down every vain imagination. Father, I'm asking you expose every vain imagination to each one of your children, Lord. And I and I pray, Father, that you shall make it obedient to what you have said in the name of Jesus. Silence over the mind. I hear the Lord saying, go in peace. He said, go in peace. We are speaking silence over your mind. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Peace. You shall hear my voice, says the Lord. You shall know my voice. Hallelujah, says the Lord. You shall hear me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. We are canceling. We are we are casting down that spirit of confusion. We are severing out the roots in the name of Jesus. And we casting it down by the power of God in the mighty name of Jesus. That spirit of doubt. We casting you down by the power of God. And we replace it. We put knowledge. We put wisdom. We put understanding. We cast them seeds into you. And may they be multiplied. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Peace. We speak in peace. Peace over your mind. Peace over your storm. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's another thing I want to share with you. So when I was in the tub, right? First, when I was ready, when I was ready to get out, I I went and I pushed the thing with my foot. And then I I thought about it. I pushed it back in. I was like, hold on, wait. And I said, but Lord, do you want me to be done? You know what he said? It's up to you. Do what you want. It's up to you. I'm not going to make you do anything. So you know what I'm telling you? The Lord said he's not going to make you do anything. 
you have a choice. You have a choice. You can surrender or you don't have to surrender. He's not going to make you do anything. It's up to you. I felt that drop in my spirit. That's for somebody. He said, it's a choice. It's a choice that you got to make. I'm here. I, I, I want your yes. But it's a choice that you have to make. Hallelujah. He, oh, it's a song. I forgot what the, uh, oh, I forgot what the song is called. Oh, but the lyric in it, he said he gave me free will. So I said, I will. You got to know. You got free will because the Lord, he wants to feel like you really want him. He doesn't want to demand. Love doesn't demand its own way. He's like, I want you to choose me because you want to. Not because I told you to. But because you want to. I want you to surrender to me because you want to. Hallelujah. So that was for somebody... That was for somebody. <laughs> so I pray that breakthrough, healing, all of that happened for you. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus, I just pray that you get the rest in the Father's presence today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because I know my Father is willing. I know he's there. Because I know he's rich in his unfailing love. Okay, so that's it, family. I love y'all so, 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 so much. Let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.